Hola bienvenuti. Welcome to the newest edition of the Minorities Report. As always, I'm your head minority in charge, Gus. With me as usual is my biracial consigliere, Jay. It is pronounced Jay Shell. <laughs> Are we still going with that one? You have to say it like White Goodman. My biracial uh, consigliere. Fine. Jay my Shell. biracial bisexual consigliere. Wait, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> you got excited there, huh? Or maybe you did. Nah, I'm good. Uh, getting right into it. Well, how's your week been, dude? It's been all right. Yeah. It's been all right, yeah. yeah. Uh, just uh, Did you get that rash taken care of? Uh, yeah, and tell your sister <laughs> to take care of that as well. <laughs> oh, wait, speaking of which, before we get into the topic, did you see they're changing the, the uh, name of uh, STDs? Are I just they? found that interesting. Are they? STIs? STIs. Yeah, I think it's sexually transmitted infection, I think, or something like that. That doesn't make it any better. No, I know. Yeah. I think it's because they got tired of that joke. You know, mm. uh, ASU, they put the STD in student. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, like, they had a casting couch. I mean, come on. Just just embrace it. Dude, and this is it, coming from a sun devil. Wasn't it ASU that got a... Uh, they got busted for having a porn recorded. That, that's, on what was, that's what I was referring to. Oh, the Cosmic Couch. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. I remember it was Shane's World. Yeah. Not that I've ever watched things like that. I heard about it. Mm-hmm. Heard uh, from heard from what your screen? No, that thing. What that, thing? That place. You know that one guy. Oh, your room. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> stop, being, stop being so coy about watching porn. Come Excuse on. Excuse me. People, I don't want people seeing you. What you seeing? What you look like? I don't watch <laughs> porn. I watch adult films. Oh, wow. Excuse the fuck out of us. That's right. Our dead films are art. Mm -hmm. Still porn. <laughs> Don't try to church it up, son. Oh, I love when there was a comedian that made a joke about that. Said something about porn and the crowd didn't react. He goes, oh, yeah. Billion dollar industry. I'm the only one. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because guys are sitting next to their girlfriend. They're like, dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to get outed. <laughs> he goes, oh, well, that's an argument on the way home. Right. <laughs> but anyway, getting into the topic today, dude, mm -hmm. I wanted to talk about the Justins. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you heard about it. Out in Tennessee, long story short, what happened, uh, there were three Democrat uh, state Congress people. Now, these aren't one of the ones that go to Washington. They actually are in the state representing their district. Mm, uh, and, I believe they're both representing uh, Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, part yeah. of it. Yeah, because every, every like, I don't know, every neighborhood, I guess, or mm -hmm. some, every district, that's what they're called, right. has their own representative. Mm -hmm. So these two dudes named Justin, I can't remember their last names right uh, now. It was uh, Justin Pearson and Justin Jones. Yes. Yeah. Dude, these guys are young. They're Gen Zers, I believe. They are, yes. Yeah. And they, they, they take it back to like the 60s civil rights movement. That's how they are. Uh, yeah. But before we get, they, the, the story of it was that they protested after the shooting in Tennessee at the bank, no, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, it wasn't at the bank, it was at the school. Mm -hmm. There's so many mass shootings that I can't even keep them straight anymore. Honestly, the fact that we're mixing in our mass shootings is yeah. a fucking problem. Oh, dude, I don't know if you heard about the one in Tennessee. Well, was it in Tennessee? Yes, it was in Tennessee. This woman was, they were doing a live news report and she busted in on it. She goes, aren't you guys tired of covering this? Before we get into the Justins, aren't you guys tired of covering this? Mm -hmm. She goes, I live in, I forgot where she said she lived. She goes, and I survived with my five-year-old son a mass shooting mm -hmm. back last July. Mm -hmm. He goes, and I'm here on vacation today. And a block away from where I'm eating lunch, there is another mass shooting. Mm -hmm. He goes, there is nobody. And I was having lunch with my friend who lost her son in a mass shooting. Jesus Christ. I'm like, and this happens. She's like, this shouldn't be a thing. Yeah. And guess what happened? There was a mass shooting in Alabama at a birthday party oh, Jesus for Christ. dead. Dude, it reminded me of it reminded me of uh, there was a girl 
who survived the Parkland shooting mm-hmm. when she was in high school. Mm-hmm. And now she's in college and she was in another mass shooting and survived it again. It the one that was uh, recently, the one yeah. that was at a college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, no one should have to survive two mass shootings in her life, let alone one. Mm-hmm. You know? And then, so what happened was these guys, Justin, the Justins, mm-hmm. them and another uh, congressperson who happened to be a 60 year old white woman, mm-hmm. Uh, they protested with the young people that were protesting there mm-hmm. and they pulled out a megaphone and started talking about it, you know, yeah. protesting it, yeah. that the Congress in the state of Tennessee didn't want to do anything about it. Yeah. Like, they, they didn't want to make any gun regulations. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they took it upon themselves, the GOP Congress people are there who have the major- majority in Tennessee. Shocking, I know. What? Uh, yeah, Southern State with a majority Republican. Go figure. Mm, where the so, world has come to. <laughs> so they wanted to out them, you know, kick them out. Mm. And so they took it to a vote and they kicked them out. Yeah. However, they didn't kick out the white woman. And it was she, great. She, she was stayed in by one vote. Mm-hmm. But that person voted to out the Justins but leave her in. Here's the thing. The my great my, my my favorite part was she's in front of the the news interviewing her and they go, How come you don't think you got kicked out? She goes, Oh, I think we all know why. Right. I was like, Yes, yes. a self aware white woman. <laughs> now that's an ally. But honestly, straight up, when uh the Justins were kicked out and she was left in, yeah, that is like a whole that is like basically all a reason like I'm um, sorry, let me go back. Yeah, yeah. So uh, with the justice being kicked out and her being left in, mm-hmm. they're not even hiding the fact that it was racially motivated. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, no. That is yeah. a prime, prime example on how racism still exists. And like, and it's it cracks me up because like, you know, people will say like, oh, racism doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't. You just saw it right there. And also, it's just like what happened with, uh, you know, with Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. You have two black men who are taught, you know, who are trying to bring att- attention to you know, mass shootings and right. other horribleness that's going on in this country. And, you know, the, you know, the um, Tennessee government just basically mm-hmm. said, stay in your lane. Wait, but according to Candace Owens, racism and bigotry no longer exist in the United States. Oh, and oh, well, in that case, why are we doing this show? All right. Bye, everybody. <laughs> well, I should just go fuck myself. Yes, because uh, yes, she is the gauge for all of non-racism and bigotry. Yeah, she's the gauge the gauge of racism the same way a white guy would say, Tell me the times that Trump was racist. Yeah. That's that's a true barometer. <laughs> I was like, somebody tried to tell me that on TikTok, I go, bro, yeah. I only got 150 characters. Right. <laughs> but no, it's um but yeah, and them being ousted yeah. just took me back. Well, seeing that seeing their fight, their passion and everything just took me back to seeing the civil rights movement yeah. in the 60s. Well, the one Justin with the fro, because there's two of them. So yeah. one has a fro and the other one has his hair tied back. Yeah. So the one with the fro gave this empowering speech mm-hmm. before he got kicked out. And it yeah. took it took a lot of people back to the, the civil rights era because of the way yeah. the passion he was speaking with. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing is that it kind of bit those GOP people in the ass because mm-hmm. one, they uh, somebody got a hitting recording of them uh, talking about after the vote, mm-hmm. and there's one dude going off and go, "Why did you change your vote? Now we're going to look like a bunch of racists and bigots." Yeah, yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that that made you look that way, uh, bro. You said the loud part. Uh, you said the quiet, <laughs> quiet part, part loud. loud. Yeah. So, but the thing is with them, they they did a great job and also bit the GOP in the ass because. Mm-hmm. They had to find a a substitute. I guess you can call it a substitute or interim. Mm-hmm. And guess who they picked as the interim? Mm. The the uh, Democratic Party, mm. Justin. <laughs> and then they're going to hold a special election to vote a new 
uh, congressperson in that district. And guess who's the favorite? Mm. Justin. (laughs) And then the other Justin, the one with the pulled back hair, he was the one they got back in first. Mm. And then the other Justin with the fro, because I don't, I can't, I can't remember their names. Mm. But the Justin with the fro, he's going to be already reinstated as well. Mm-hmm. So it kind of bit them in the ass because now they look like racist piece of shit that yeah. don't want to do anything about gun reform right? more it, than before. See, the Justins did what I like to call political Aikido because as you know, Aikido <laughs> is like the martial art where you use like your opponent's energy against yep. them. So basically, just the Justins did just that. They um, they did what they did. Like, you know, they were, you know, they are um, being the, um, they're fighting the good fight and everything. And the GOP tries to like uh, attack them. They try to bring them down only to them to punch themselves right in the face. And the thing, and the great thing about it is that the justice didn't have to do much for that to happen. They just let the GOP show their own ass, which they always do. And um, it was also brought to, uh, brought to our attention that this isn't the first time um, black lawmakers were expelled from uh, state bodies. Right. Like we're uh, going back to um, Reverend Henry McNeil Turner. Um, he was the uh, AME's church, like a, he was a uh, famed leader of the uh, AME church who was ordained a minister a few short years prior to the Civil War. He believed in the fight for freedom. Not only did he have advocate for black soldiers during the war, but he was also a chaplain for the Union Army by President Abraham Lincoln, ensuring that black soldiers' salaries reached their families, also making sure that they were educated as well. So he was making sure that black soldiers, their families were taken care of and when they were, if they were um, killed, in, uh, killed in action. Right. And so um, the uh, Republican, uh, you know, the Republican Party, um, well, actually, no, I'm sorry. Let me say that again. So um, back then, he was ousted. Like in eight, in like July eighteen sixty eight, Turner was elected to the Georgia State Legislature along with a couple other um, black representatives, and they were some of the first Reconstruction era black elected officials in the former Confederacy, the first to represent the interests of black constituents. But two months later, um, the what's it called? These were like uh, the Georgia Democrats. I think they were called like the Dixiecrats, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, they were back then. They were the conservatives. They were the yeah, right. Expelled Turner and the other black members. Right. And um, what was it called? Um, Turner in September 1868 told uh, the Georgia legislator, you may expel us, gentlemen, but I firmly believe that you will someday repent it. The black man cannot protect a country if the country does not protect them. Yep. And if tomorrow a war should arise, I will not raise a musket to defend a country where my manhood is denied. You may think you are doing yourselves honor by expelling us from this house, but when we go, we will light a torch of truth that will never be extinguished. When you expel us, you will make us forever your political foes. And look what happened today. Yeah. Well, so yeah, yeah, so I was about to say, sorry, but the man was a prophet. Yeah. Because what he said hundreds and hundreds of years ago is still relevant today. So the GOP, the Republicans, are still doing those same tactics that their predecessors have done way back in the day. And guess what? It still bit them in the ass. Much like how it bit them in the ass back in the day, it still does to this day. Like history is repeating itself and it's it's amazing like how that shit happens. It's amazing how something that happened in 1868 can still be relevant to 2023. Right. No, and I agree with you. Yeah. Uh the the problem is oh you what my favorite part was they were giving a press conference with the Justins mm-hmm. and everybody is saying now this is the find out portion of the debate. So they fucked around. 
And now they're going to find out. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, yeah. Oh, so go ahead. No, because what happens is, here's the thing. Uh, myself being a Gen Xer, mm-hmm. a lot of the Gen Xers are parents to Gen Zers. Mm-hmm. And the thing is about what Gen Zers is that they're given, they're voting, a lot of them are voting uh, liberal. A lot of them are voting Democrat. And the reason why is because we raised them up to know what the boomers fucking really are. Right. What the conservatives really are. Mm-hmm. You know, we lived through the 80s. We lived through Reaganomics and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. So we have taught them and kind of kind of raised them up to know, see these people? They're the ones you got to fucking give shit to. So, and they've yeah. become, because of that generation, they've become more tolerant mm-hmm. and accepting of other people of races, religions, mm-hmm. and genders, sexual orientations. Mm-hmm. So it kind of... The conservatives always they they uh, they they catered to the older generation and the rich generation, the mm-hmm. rich people. Whereas the average salary now, it, uh, the person is awful. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people and the, everything is. He goes, "How is that dude that ran independent in New York said the rent is too damn high?" That old black dude with the gray oh, mustache. Oh, uh, I know who you're talking <laughs> about. Yes. Yeah, he goes, "The rent is too damn high," and literally it is right now. It is, yeah. Absolutely. So the Gen Zers are voting Democrat because they're trying to save their generation. Absolutely. And, and that's what this is now. The find out portion because mm-hmm. they they fucked around. Now they are gonna find out. And see, that's the thing. Like the old generation is always underestimating the younger generations. They always think of them as like, oh, you know, they're they're fragile, they're lazy, blah 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 blah. The younger generations are the strongest people ever. And it's always like the older generations that are honestly the weakest ones. And they always have that Pikachu face when millennials, Gen Zers, and younger fight back. And I'm talking about like how the um, Gen Xers and like how like they raise like their kids and everything. Yep. It reminds me of a scene from uh, Young Justice. Uh, if you guys haven't watched Young Justice yet, please do so. It's one of the best superhero shows out there. Uh, but the scene is when uh, Captain Marvel, or a.k.a. Shazam, um, was revealed to be a 12-year-old kid. Right. Batman was the only one that knew his secret. And Wonder Woman tries to clap back at Batman saying, like, I'm not shocked that you knew, and considering that you and Doctor and Dick Grayson into crime fighting when he was nine years old. And then Batman said, Robin needed to uh, bring to justice the man that killed his parents. Wonder Woman says, so he can end up like you? And Batman just shuts everything down saying, so he wouldn't. So when I, so like basically when you said like, you know, the Gen Xers were teaching their kids, um, basically raising them so they wouldn't have to have the, go through the same hardships that they went through when the boomers and everything were raising them. Like the Gen Xers protected their kids, made them stronger, uh, taught them how like, you know, to fight for what's right instead of being complacent with the status quo set by the predecessing uh, generations. Right. No, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, no, but my thing is, I I, I, I love their movement. Mm-hmm. And now that you're talking about that and the Gen Zers being more tolerant and accepting, mm-hmm. that's a lot of what is biting the GOP in the ass. What we're going to talk about later is how a lot of conservatives, they use buzzwords because they mm-hmm. want to say, oh, you're woke. Which is still they, you know, mm-hmm. what is it they're calling it? W- woke virus. Oh, <laughs> so stupid. Oh. And that, and they talk about cancel culture, but they're the ones who constantly want to cancel things mm-hmm. and are protesting everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to get into that, which I find hilarious. There's a couple of things I find fucking ridiculous about mm-hmm. that. So this is another attempt at them to try. The, my, my thing is, if you know that Gen Z is tolerant and mm-hmm. accepting, 
why are you going to combat that? Right. You're oh, yeah. you're fucking fucking yourself, dude. Right. Well, because it's like they're not even they're not even hiding it, but they suck at hiding it. Like they want thing they want things to stay reg- they want things they want the country to regress. They don't want progress or anything. They want to right. make they want, you know, minorities of like, you know, of ethnicities and all that to stay in their lane. And so when the uh, oppressed fight back, the repressors are going to be like, you know, they're going to try to like paint them with the scarlet A, well, but basically try to like turn them into stigmas. Right. My my the thing that makes me laugh is when they go, "Oh, they're the they're, they're they're just trying to divide us. They're dividing the country. Just just agree with us and everything will be okay." I was like, "Motherfuckers, you're dividing <laughs> the country. Why?" <laughs> Because you're fucking like um, trying to like uh, repress them. Right. That's the thing about yeah. the fucking Republicans. Mm-hmm. They go, the Democrats are trying to divide the country. So if you, as long as you agree with us and give us our way, we'll get along. Yeah. Like that, that's, that's not how things work. Which is funny because <laughs> they, these are the same people that keep saying, don't thread on me. Don't take don't a main right, right yeah, or yeah. don't tread on me and everything. Um, but yeah, it's just, oh... Now that you mentioned that and everything, with like the whole smear campaigns that the GOP has done, so the Justins they uh, you know organize a protest, mind you, a very peaceful protest, right? And you have the conservatives saying they're trying to like you know start an insurrection, you know you you know you uh, all you liberals complain about January six, but look what the Justins are doing. I was like. They protested. Oh yeah, they tried. They tried to call it an insurrection. Yeah, it was like there was three people with a bullhorn. Right. Okay. (laughs) So what about that is an insurrection? They organized. They're calmly protesting. Yeah. Do you see them breaking windows, attacking police, putting smearing shit shit on the walls walls and everything? No. And see, and that's the see, and it's that projection which we're gonna talk about in like um the cancel culture portion, but. It, it, it cracks me up when they see an actual peaceful protest when no violence has been um, um, it's been executed yep. by the protesters. Exactly. And they're going to have the balls to say, oh, they're trying to commit an insurrection. That's no. Stupid. Well, first of all, they're not trying to overthrow a government. Deci- well, wait, wait, hold on. Yeah. They're not trying to overthrow the government. They're trying to like make some changes. Like changes are trying to protect you and your children. Yeah. from gun violence yeah no and all of them take it back always to well what about the summer of 2019 or 2020 oh, what about that matter what about that what about what about the george floyd protest i'm like what what about it the majority were peaceful protests and guess what the fbi found out the ones that did turn violent mm, there were antagonizers in the crowd from alt-right groups they were the proud boys yeah. as well as other like you know QAnon and everything yeah alt-right groups they yeah. were there antagonizing and yeah. they created the chaos oh also yeah. the police you know the uh you know the guys that you like to bootlick and everything no and that's the yeah. funny thing they only they only worship the police when it's in their favor right and then when the police investigate somebody like trump is like oh defund the police oh yeah and also they were silent when the capital city pol- uh, capital uh, police were killed or injured by the insurrectionists oh, no 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 they weren't really injured by them no that was a tour Oh, was yeah. Ah. The the it's it's like it's like you know when domestic violence happens. I didn't hit them; they fell. No, the, no, that the, actually it, you breathe. That is actually the best um, yeah. metaphor for the um, for yeah. the people who deny the, the oh, insurrection. Completely gaslight. Yeah, oh, the uh, the country, you know, 
It fell. It, it, you know, it just like, you know, it hit its eye on the doorknob. It's so clumsy. Well, that's like the, the ones that go, oh, those were Antifa. Those were Democrats. Those weren't MAGA supporters. So why did Marjorie Taylor Greene go visit them in jail? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because that. And yeah. why were the ones that were arrested have a long history of posting MAGA uh, pro um, materials as well as propaganda on their social media. Well, that's because the way my bank account is set up that, you know, you got to move the, the, the check-in to the, to the Cause, savings. Because the car had skid, <laughs> because it had rain, and then... Yeah, yeah. they got hit by a door. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, not, I'm not making fun of DV, man. It's just... That's but, 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 that's pretty, but, that, but that's pretty much like... Yeah. You know, it's funny because like a lot of those uh, people who deny the insurrection are, um, you know, commit des- domestic violence themselves. Yep. So it goes for a circle. Yeah, well... We're going to take a quick break, but before we do, we want to make sure that everybody knows that the Minority Support, we here support the Justins, and Mm -hmm. we are supporting, and we are hoping for the now they find out time. I want to get that on a shirt. Now is time they found out. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. That'd be a great slogan, Right? Fuck around, find out, 2024. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll be right back. Hey guys, this is Jesse from Make It A Combo. Thanks for listening to the Minorities Report. But don't forget to listen to our podcast, Make It A Combo, where we watch movies and have fun. Also, make sure you check out M.I. Slut, hosted by Andrea, where she gets down to the nitty gritty of people's sex life. And we're back. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. So before we went on break, we were talking about the Justins. Now, something I wanted to talk about that it's a big hot topic right now. Hot, hot topic. There... I don't drink anymore. I no longer consume alcohol. And Jay, you've never really at all, huh? No, no, I never got into drinking or the whole culture. So Bud Light recently started a campaign using Dylan Mulvaney, who is a transgender woman. They started their journey about a year and a half ago, and they're using social media to bring awareness to the transgender community as well as document their transition. They do a daily TikTok where they go, it's my 300th and X what day um, being a woman. And they're, it's awesome because they're showing their journey and they're, they're showing transgender youth that it's okay to be transgender. Mm-hmm. You know? However, the conservatives took it upon themselves to now, quote unquote, protest Bud Light and Heiser Bush because... They don't agree with that. Mm. You know, don't shove it down my throat, <laughs> phrasing. Uh, my thing is, is, and then there has been a series of videos that people have made. The first one that came across my For You page was this dude, he, he was talking shit about Budweiser, Bud Light, and, you know, oh, I'm not going to support this and blah, blah, blah. He goes, I used to be a great f- drinker of, of Bud Light. Now I'm going to drink Coors. I'm like... Coors is even bigger supporter than the LGBTQ community, dude. It just just cracks me up. Like they're going like from company to company, but they find out that all those companies still support like gay and trans. Oh yeah. No, there was somebody on there that did Corona too. I was like, no, they also support. Oh, well, Miller Lite, them too. (laughs) I was like, bro, about a third to half of the beers that are sold are owned by Anheuser-Busch. Right. So you, it's pretty much the same thing. But what cracks me up about this is that, again, conservatives, I swear they have like this kink because every time um, when a gay, trans, or minority is on TV and telling their story, they always say, oh, you're shoving it down our throats. You keep shoving it down our throats. They're just telling their story. You know what the I way- usually tell those people? What's up? Christianity says what? 
I'm saying. <laughs> Did you have that same energy when you're talking about the blood of Christ or yeah. the body of Christ that's literally going down people's throats? Where, and, you're, where, and, and then you're going to talk shit about yeah. like um, uh, gay and eth- and um, minorities did talking you, about like, you know, their life stories. Yeah. Did you have that same energy when Marjorie Taylor Greene was comparing Trump to Jesus right. and Nelson Mandela? Right. You hear that? Oh, yeah. wait. What? She compared Trump to Nelson Mandela and Jesus. She it was in New York when she got shouted out when New York told her get the fuck out of here. It was fucking that lame ass counter protest. I had never been more proud to be a New Yorker. Absolutely. So she was in. She was being interviewed by her boyfriend, who's a newscaster. I don't know his name. Generic white guy number four. Um, Who would I have no idea. Anyway, so I mean, her husband, ex husband, impregnated her twice. So ew. Ew. Anyway, uh, so she said that. Many famous people in history have been arrested for the wrong reasons. Nelson Mandela, Jesus, Jesus was arrested. Jesus like, wasn't arrested. He was beaten to death. Well, no, he was first arrested by the Romans. And then uh, Pontius Pilate left it up to the Hebrews. He said, I'm going to leave it up to you guys to sentence him. And they sentenced him to death. So anyway, the point is getting back to the Bud, Bud Light. They want to... There was a guy who's arguing with me on social media where he said that, well, I don't buy anything that supports the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. I said, really? You don't own a motor vehicle? You don't shop at stores? You don't buy cereal? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just listed off all these products. And you know what he said? Oh, I don't shop at Target. I don't shop at Walmart. I was like, oh, he's lying his ass off. Motherfucker. So basically what, you- he's, so what he's trying to tell us is that he... He he basically he grows his own food, makes his own cereal, uh, brews his own beer, built and, his own car, <laughs> and and also sews his own clothes. Like he actually has like a like a sweatshop in his basement where he makes his own clothes. Bro, the funniest part is that this dude made a video of him running over with his lifted truck. I know you're shocked by that. Wow, running over Budweiser with his lifted truck, and it was a Chevy. And somebody stitched in and goes, bro. Somebody want to tell them? And they put a big ad of Chevy with a rainbow on it, <laughs> with a rainbow flag on it. I was like, dude, Ford even, and all these dudes love to drive their Fords with the fucking uh, pride, I mean, not pride, MAGA flags behind yeah, it. Yeah. Bro, Ford has a Raptor called the Gay Raptor. Right. It's all rainbowed out that travels the, the world. I'm like, you fucking stupid okay, motherfuckers. So I'm glad that you brought up, you know, running, uh, you know, items over your their yeah. car and everything because... This isn't new from conservatives. Oh, no, 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 no. Cancel culture has gone way back. Hell, Jesus is a form of cancel culture. Oh, no. They don't do cancel culture. They protest. First, they buy the products and give the company their money. Then they burn it. Wow. That'll show them. (laughs) That's like like, like these people bought Budweiser's and then destroyed them. It's like... You're fucking stupid. Right. Oh, and your favorite white trash rapper from the 90s did a video about it, too. Oh, uh, fucking what's his face? Uh, Kid Rock. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus Christ. But before we go into that... (laughs) Real quick, he made a video and somebody commented underneath, he's still alive? (laughs) (laughs) But before we go into that, let's let's go back to the 1960s with the Beatles, the uh, the Fab Four. Elvis. We can go back further, the 50s, Elvis. 
Uh, oh, actually, Elvis, yeah, because when he started dancing on TV, mm-hmm. oh, conservatives oh, did not like that. On the Ed Sullivan show, they, yeah. they they told him, you can sing, but don't do the grinding dances you do with your hips. Mm. Elvis went, okay, fuck you. And he did he it anyway. nothing but a hound dog. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but like the biggest one was, was the Beatles. That was like the true cancel culture. Like Elvis got a slap on the wrist compared to what the Beatles went through mm. because they were at the, they were at the peak. They were at like the top of their game and everything. And so in a March 1966 interview, um, John Lennon, uh, he argued that the public was more infatuated with them than Jesus. And that Christian faith was was declining to an extent that it might be outlasted by rock music. So people were thinking like, oh, the Beatles were bigger than Jesus. And... What he was saying is like rock music influence was stronger than religion. And he was right. Uh, But conservatives, they hear, oh, he just said that the Beatles were better than Jesus. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to buy their records anymore. We're not going to, we're going to do this, this, that, and everything. And then you have that famous uh, image of a steamroller, like an actual steamroller running running over over the records. records. Um, Where do you think those records came from? No, they, exactly. Yeah. They bought them. That yeah. was just like uh, they did another one like that for Bud Light. Yeah, there were there were pallets and pallets on on the ground of mm-hmm. Bud Light, and they ran them over with a steamroller. Yeah, it's, I was like, yeah, motherfuckers already bought that. It reminded me of the Carhartt, yeah, uh, quote unquote protest. Yeah, where they had already Carhartt products, and they yeah. were they were cutting the label off of it. Yeah, I was like, dude, they already got your money. It's it's not a protest if you bought it. Yeah. Yeah, you're still giving them money. They could give a sh- uh, rat's ass about what you do with the product. Yep. As long as they got your money, that's fine. Oh, dude, another guy, his quote-unquote protest to Bud Light mm-hmm. was to relabel blank cans of beer. He No, he didn't make this beer. Yeah. He, re- he relabeled blank cans of beer and labeled it uh, conservative light or some shit like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And he's selling them on his website. Yeah. For twenty dollars for a six pack, plus thirty dollars shipping. So, Wait, so you have so to pay sixty dollars for fifty dollars fifty dollars for a beer for can, for six cans of beer. On fucking okay. And the of, grift keeps grifting. Okay. You still <laughs> bought the beer? No, no, no. But it, this is his own beer. It's conservative beer. It's oh, not, it's not woke beer. Oh, oh. So he made that beer the same way that guy on the comment section makes his own clothes. <laughs> yeah. Oh you know God. how he made the beer? Yeah. <laughs> on his, uh, that's like going to build a bear, making your own bear, and then giving it a name. You still bought something from Build-A-Bear. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was just ho- so hilarious when yeah. I saw that. He made like his own commercial. Yeah. He was tired of drinking woke beer. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like tired of drinking beer from a company that's gone woke and all this shit yeah uh, conservatives always have a hard time hard what? time doing what what he he's, he did at the he, family he's reunion? part of, he's part of those people that say christian conservatives are being persecuted oh so the uh the uh the conservative fan fiction sure yeah yeah and they try to they still try to claim that conservatives are the majority of the country which by population they are mm-hmm. however by political movement they are not all right. uh, and that and they're going to be in for a rude awakening come 2024. Mm-hmm. My only wish is in 2024, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert are fucking voted out. Yeah, Lauren Boebert only won by like 200 and something votes, and she's still trying to flex. Right. And she don't even introduce bills or nothing that are successful. Mm-hmm. You know, her biggest claim to fame is that she did cartwheels with her son down the hall in Congress. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, so this is what she says when she's getting work done. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking mm-hmm. around. 
Like uh, some like some uh, drunk basic bitch. Well, no, that's Marjorie Taylor Greene. That's both. That's a, that. That's the sad part. <laughs> yeah. And when you Bro, have, when you have woo girls in charge. There was a video of uh, Lauren Boebert at some campaign thing mm-hmm. at a bar for some mm-hmm. reason, and she was dancing. All it did was remind me of Aline. <laughs> she, oh. her dance moves. When you wish upon uh, a star. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, fucking Carlton have better dance yeah. moves than her. But at, but like you know the Beatles was just a start of yeah. like the conservative like uh, cancel culture because you know we all remember the um the iconic moment with uh, Sinead O'Connor on Saturday Night Live back in the early 90s when she tore up a picture of the Pope and said, fight the real enemy. Everybody got pissed off. And it was just the same thing like they did with the Beatles. Bought all of her records and steamrolled them. And they canceled her out. Like, her career was over after that. And because they couldn't, they couldn't handle the truth because she was exposing pedophilia and sexual abuse in the churches. Yep, but they didn't want to listen to that because you know people put like you know the this country put religion on a pedestal, and they um but yeah so it was just like with the Beatles same thing with the chicks when they declared that you know we are against Bush we are against the Iraq War you know same type of backlash like it keeps going on and on and on with conservatives and they're the ones to label liberals and progressives and the Democrats as like the forebearers of cancel culture when. They were the ones that set the blueprint years and years ago. Right. And so it just cracks me up because it's funny that they keep saying that, yet we have receipts. Well, here's the thing about conservatives. They have something called projection. Every accusation is a confession. Mm-hmm. Just like the other day, somebody commented about uh, of course, as they love to do, oh, liberals are groomers and pedophiles. Mm-hmm. And I found out that recently a Republican candidate, I believe it was in Iowa, mm-hmm. uh, was arrested, tried, and convicted of having sex with a 14-year-old. He tried to plead out, he tried to plead guilty and try to get a lesser sentence, a reduced sentence uh, with no jail time, time served. And he would pay for her therapy and college tuition. Mm-hmm. The judge went, no, nah, I'm not good with that. You're going to 10 years in prison. <laughs> he got 10 years in prison. And you know what my comment was? Mm. Oh, look, not another drag performer. <laughs> right. No, but no, you are right. With the projection, like they're pretty, like, I don't even call them project, uh, projecting. I call it drive through theater projection. Yeah. It's, it's that big. It's because they're trying to create those smoke screens to get the heat off them because they're the they're the real perpetrators of you know sexual abuse and all this horrible shit that oh, they accuse that they accuse liberals of. Dude, Trump's going on trial this month for fucking rape. Yeah. It's a civil suit, but right. still. And people are trying to downplay it like so he paid off a porn star so what? Uh Bill Clinton did the same thing. No he didn't. Yeah. But anyway, no, but I'm talking about it's another case. Yeah. He's get, he's got charged with rape in a civil lawsuit mm. where he he sexually assaulted a yeah. woman in a dressing room at a department store. Wow. That's the one that he said, oh, I wouldn't rape her. She's not my type. Right, right. Jesus fucking Oh, man. well, that's well, why you wouldn't. That, oh, that makes it better. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't do it because it's wrong. Yeah. You, do, you wouldn't do it because she's not your type. See, what the fuck is that? Right. See, the, the funny thing about the conservatives is how much they contradict each other. Because you mentioned earlier that mm-hmm. Marjorie Taylor Greene compared Trump to Jesus and Nelson Mandela. So... If that's the case, then she should be respecting Colin Kaepernick. No. 
Because, no, because he knelt for yeah. the stars for the, for yeah. the national anthem. Yeah, but you know Nelson Mandela, he spoke out against apartheid. Right. Uh, uh, That's Colin cool, Ka- but yeah. you can't kneel. So, but he's he's speaking out against like you know racial injustice and police brutality. Yeah, but he didn't take. Yeah, but he took a knee. To international anthem. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because mm. he's dis- <laughs> he's disrespecting our troops. How'd you make that connection? Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, but uh, Colin, he is another example of conservative uh, cancel culture because he was bringing to uh, to the forefront to the national uh, attention police brutality and injustice, and they tried to. Um, gaslight him they try to say like oh he's against the troops kneeling is disrespectful to the flag which cracks me up because that they're saying like if you don't stand up the magic cloth won't f- america <laughs> well you know, it, won't, it won't freedom and you know what's even funnier about that the ones that say that are the ones that drag the american flag behind their truck yeah but until it rips apart and they still leave it on there or wear them as like a bermuda shorts that they fart <laughs> or tank into. tops or fucking right fart into. yeah yeah <laughs> they probably got fucking racing stripes inside of right and these are the same people that vote against uh veterans getting their benefits yep. the worst thing i heard when colin kaepernick took a knee was he can't protest for that because he's only half black and he was raised by his white adoptive parents I was like, bro, it's not about the color of his skin. Right. Or who his parents are. It's about he sees the injustice. Absolutely. He could have been white. It could have been Joe Montana that took a knee. Yeah. Not that he would. Yeah. It'd still be okay. It's still a protest. Yeah. And also, they. I always say Joe Montana because yeah. he's the whitest of white right, right. quarterbacks I ever knew. And also, it doesn't matter if he was a black man that was raised in an affluent uh, community. It doesn't. Honestly, the fact that he's biracial, half black and half white, made him an even bigger, uh, bigger target. And also, it doesn't matter if um, if you're a minority with money; you're still a minority, yeah. And you still have a target on your back. Uh-huh. Fucking Johnny Cochran has been pulled over when he became assistant district attorney. Yep. Like, I remember. Um, I think Bill Burr said, "Like hell, fucking, um, what's his face, um." Uh, Brian Gumble still gets pulled over. <laughs> Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady can still get pulled over. And he is the whitest black man ever. Right. So don't give me that whole shit like, well, he was raised in money because the money doesn't matter because they're not going to see the money. No. They're going to see... Your skin color. Exactly. Yeah, no, exactly. Mm-hmm. No, and that's that's the thing that they don't understand. Even if Colin Kaepernick were white, yeah, it's okay for him to protest. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. You don't have to only protest for your own race Right. Or you're for your own nationality. Uh-huh. You're protesting to demonstrate that you are in support of making changes. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. It's called empathy. Look into it. <laughs> That's not a GOP term. No. They don't believe in empathy. Yeah. They they believe in thoughts and prayers though, every time a kid dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 They every also, time they every also... time a kid dies, and if thoughts and prayers were dollars, mm-hmm. all the all the parents of kids who lost their lives in mass shootings would be rich. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, we send our thoughts and prayers. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> dude, people are starting to go, yo, fuck your thoughts and prayers, dude. Oh, yeah. Shove them straight up your ass. Make changes, mm-hmm. god damn it. Make fucking changes. Mm-hmm. They even have a chart. They show. Mm-hmm. I was looking at these stats before George Bush didn't mm-hmm. didn't extend the assault rifle ban. Mm-hmm. Fucking mass shootings were mm-hmm. down by almost three quarters mm-hmm. of what they were after he didn't sign it back into law. Dude, 
it is blown up. We have, we still are on pace to have more days. Mm-hmm. I mean, less days in the year than the mass shootings this year. Mm-hmm. The fuck, dude? That yeah. one it just happened. Where was it? Louisville. Mm-hmm. Dude got, dude found out he was gonna get fired, so he walked into work and started killing people. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is that? So you're not safe at school. You're not safe in a movie theater. You're not safe going into your office. Where the fuck we got left? You, you're not safe at a parade. That dude that shot up a parade last year. Where the fuck is safe? Nowhere. I'm saying, that, that, and they don't that. see that there needs to be a change. Yeah. And you, I was watching a debate between that same woman that that went on the live newscast and started saying, "What? What? You know? Aren't you guys tired of fucking covering this?" Mm-hmm. She was on uh, Pierce Morgan's show, debating Tommy Lauren. Right. Mm-hmm. She said her speech, her her part, and then Tommy Lauren. They asked her. She came out with the same shit. The same shit that I've heard about 20 times in this last week. Well, we protect politicians and movie stars and singers. What do we do with them? We protect them with more armed security and people who know how to handle them. And we don't do that for our children. So your solution is more guns. is to put armed people yeah. in a school. Mm-hmm. How the fuck is that going to solve a problem? It doesn't. So what are you going to do? Put armed guards at a school? Yeah. So now we're in the fucking, we're in the Soviet Union? Mm-hmm. Armed guards everywhere? We're going to fucking put towers up? Because it's not just schools. Mm-hmm. It's fucking businesses. It's movie theaters. It's fucking parades. So you're just going to fucking put fucking military everywhere? You become a fucking fascist state at that point. Mm-hmm. We have no more freedom. What the fuck? You know? Mm-hmm. And they talk about freedom, First Amendment, Second mm-hmm. Amendment, all this bullshit. Mm-hmm. But then they want to put armed guards everywhere. Mm-hmm. How the fuck is that freedom? No. Well, no, no. They don't believe in freedom. They believe in control. That's the thing. Yep. And that's where the cancel culture comes in. They want to control those people who are speaking out. They want to control the chicks. They want to control Colin Kaepernick. They want to control Beyonce. Because Beyonce, when she had that um, the Super Bowl back in 2016, oh, yeah. uh, the formation Super Bowl, and it was a... Um, it was commentary about, you know, the police brutality and Black Lives Matter. And they look at that. They look at Beyonce and they're like, oh, how dare she try to divide the country with her militant, uh, you know, Black Panthers and all that and everything. And these are the same. They complain about that. However, they're fine with hate groups, um, you know, waving the Confederate flag, the Confederate flag that is that is to an army that committed uh, sedition against the United States that were traitors. That's a traitorous flag. So they're fine with a traitorous flag, but they're against, you know, social commentary from an an iconic um, artist. It's because it's their heritage, they say. So hate is their heritage. Of course. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. So, but something I want to tell you too, uh, it's all about money. Mm -hmm. The NRA funds so much money into the GOP, Mm -hmm. into politics period, that... They're blinded. They don't mm-hmm. want to make changes because simple mm-hmm. fact, it's going to cost them millions, mm-hmm. maybe billions. Mm-hmm. And recently there was an NRA rally, I guess you can call them. I don't know what the fuck they are. Mm-hmm. And there was this woman speaking. I can't remember her name because they all sound like Karen to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said that the great thing about the NRA, it is so diverse. It is. They don't understand. Mm-hmm. The left doesn't understand how diverse and inclusive we are. They think it's all just old white guys and he goes, and we're not just all white guys. And you know what the cameraman did? Shot. Yep. Pr- it was between the, the cameraman and the director. I loved it. Yeah. They shot the crowd. Guess what was in the crowd? 
more white old white men than a Friday night at Margaritaville. Yeah. Uh, you know what it reminded me of? Did you see Margaritaville? <laughs> <laughs> Brian Taylor Cohen said, it's it's so old and white, yeah. they're going to build a Margaritaville in there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but the thing is, it reminded me of, did you see when Sean Hannity had like a town hall? Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, I love that the GOP, because he's talking to a woman. Mm-hmm. And that to them, having one woman in a room, well, that's diverse. Mm-hmm. You know, so he goes, uh, I love the fact that the GOP, the new GOP is so diverse and so inclusive. Mm-hmm. It's not but white people. You know, that actually reminded me of a comparison photo. It was the... Um, the White, Obama? Wait, wait, yeah, 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 yeah. The White House interns uh, during Obama's um, presidency. Yeah. It was a like such a rich uh, diversity of different people of different ethnicities. Yep. Like it well, was Biden's they, administration yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you see the Trump interns whiter than a Connecticut country club. It looked like a WAFS family reunion. It looked like it looked like the cast of fucking like Gossip Girl. Dynasty. Right? Right. <laughs> oh no, wait, Dynasty had one black woman. Oh, Diane Carroll. Yeah. yeah. There was like that. She was their token. Hell, fucking like Dallas looked like an episode of Martin compared to Dynasty. <laughs> no. <laughs> But, but yeah, but, but getting but, back to but, the, but the, yeah, but actually I just remembered like one of the uh, OGs of cancel culture. Jane Fonda. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, but see, she's actually an ally. Yeah. Hanoi. But, but, what do you no, call no, her? I, Hanoi I, Jane. But no, no. When I say OG of cancel culture, I'm talking about she was a victim of conservative cancel culture. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, because yeah. of Hanoi Jane. Right, right. Because she spoke out against the Vietnam War. Yep. Which was, you know, it was a bullshit war. Like a lot of lives were lost, and it was a war that we didn't even belong in. No, 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 not at all. And so, um. But yeah, she spoke out. She was like, because like, you know, this was like, you know, during her Barbarella era, like, you know, when she, she was, was peak. Yeah, she was at her peak. Yeah. yeah. And she used her celebrity to speak out against like, you know, the injustice that was going on. In well, that was Vietnam. her first mistake. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, with her being a woman in the 60s, you know, she already had a target on her back. And so when she spoke out against the Vietnam War, the conservatives with their whole America, fuck yeah, um, persona decided to cancel her out, try to brand her as a traitor to the United States. What's funny about the whole celebrity thing is that the the right wing and their supporters always want to talk about, quote unquote, the woke celebrities. Mm -hmm. And, oh, I'm not going to support the woke celebrities. I'll say, so you got left is Gina Carano, Rick Schroeder, Scott Baio, and... Kevin Sorbo. And Kevin Sorbo, that's all you got. Yeah, that's you, that, you, that's you, it. That's basically. Oh, and well, Chris Pratt, right? But he's not an ultra MAGA dude, right? Like, he did donate to Trump, which is disappointing. But mm-hmm. Whatever. But you got you got people who now would headline fucking Yakov Smirnoff's theater in Branson, Missouri, dude, as your I, as, <laughs> as, as, as your as your celebrity support. Bro, I Man. would love to see a dinner at Chris Pratt's house with his father-in-law there. Oh God, can you imagine? Yeah, for, like, for those it, of you who don't know, his his. Uh, Father-in-law is Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's right. Star-Lord's father-in-law is the Terminator. Who hates Trump with yeah. a passion. So I could never understand. Yeah. Anyway, that's a whole other topic. But yeah, so. Yeah, but anyway, let's take a, take a quick break and we'll come right back. Hey guys, this is Junior from Make It A Combo. Thanks for listening to the Minority Report. But don't forget to listen to our podcast, Make It A Combo, where we review movies, talk shit, and have a good time. And our other podcast, M.I.S. Slut, hosted by Andrea, where she reads them sexy stories from her listeners. And we're back. Thank you guys for continuing to hang out with us. We've been shooting the shit about the Justins uh, because they got here just in time. 
uh, yeah. for the Gen Z movement. And then, and then of course, there's a, a, the other Gen Zer that's in Congress right now. So Gen Z is moving, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in trouble. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. They're making a moves. Oh, also, when you were talking about the administrations having diversity, the difference between the Trump mm-hmm. and the the uh, the Biden and Obama administration, mm-hmm. Obama's administration has an openly gay mm-hmm. um, Pete Buttigieg. Mm-hmm. They also have the very first, I uh, believe, White House staff member mm-hmm. that is gender fluid. Mm-hmm. And that's unheard of. So, and so everybody who, I mean, um, Biden is a, is a, Middle of the road Democrat. Uh, I, I laugh when people call him a radical leftist. I was like, radical what? Mm-hmm. Ra- what? I was like, dude, this is a guy that probably carries butterscotch candies in his pocket. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? He's the furthest thing from radical left. Right. No, well, that's he's the, a moderate. Uh, yeah. Well, it's guilt by association. Like, it's the same thing with Bernie. They think Bernie is like a radical leftist and, like, you know, Democrat and no, all but he that. says he's a socialist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. says it out loud, but they keep calling him a Democrat. Why? Yeah. Because he's he not... votes with the Democrats, but yeah. he's not a Democrat. Right. Yeah, as simple as that. Mm. But yeah, yeah. I mean, when they say Biden is a moderate mm-hmm. at most, when your best friend is John McCain, y- you ain't radical. No, you ain't right. You mm. <laughs> you're as radical as mayonnaise. Mm. <laughs> well, even so, even uh, John McCain was still seen as a radical because he was the rare type of Republican, the one that cared about the people. And the Maverick. The, yep, the Maverick. You know, it's funny. It's like I never understood why he was called the Maverick and everything. Like during like the um, uh, um, uh, Obama like McCain um election, but now like as I grow older, I start to understand because he represented what republicans were largely against like he was progressive like he was about the people and the rest of the gop wasn't down with that yeah no they called him the maverick too because he did things like when uh there was a woman who tried to antagonize and say that uh, that obama was a muslim Mm -hmm. and he was born in kenya he went no 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 he said, uh uh-uh. uh. Mm. He goes, he's a very good man. He's a great family man. He is a Christian man. I have mm-hmm. gone to church with him. Yeah. And he shut her down. Mm-hmm. And it was fucking great. And you won't hear that now from a GOP member. No. Not at all, man. And you know what? Actually, I'm glad you brought up Obama because he was another um, example of cancel culture as well because he was a half white, half black man and he was wanting for president. Yep. And like, you know, racist America, they couldn't handle that. So they tried to smear him saying, oh, he wasn't born here. He was born in Kenya. And then they tried to create. <laughs> Dude, they, there's and, people and, that still believe that. Oh, yeah. And you know what's funny? Their their evidence is his like a brother-in-law, I think it was, who mm. is like pretty much like, you know, the Billy, you know, the, um, the what was it called? The Billy Carter mm. of, of, of oh, Obama's God. family and yeah. everything who claimed that, oh yeah, I have the birth certificate that says here in Kenya, and it was easily disputed. And then they try to say, oh, he's a terrorist because he was a, he's a Muslim. <laughs> he's a Muslim. Yeah. Well, because his name was Obama. Was it uh, Barack, Barack Hussein, Hussein Obama. Obama? They heard Hussein, they went, what? Yeah. What? So yeah, so again, it's like what we're talking about, like the conservatives with the, like, you know, they're the true like perpetrators of cancel culture because they'll create all this bullshit propaganda that their followers will believe. Yep. And that's what, that's pretty much what started, uh, you know, QAnon. Well, their whole cancel culture, it, it, I mean, that's what they want to call it against the quote unquote radical left. Yeah. I, was, I, I go, bro, who's the one that's, that's banning books? Yeah. Who, they ban they ban Harry Potter books when it first launched. Yeah. yeah. Who who's the one that wants to 
to to outlaw drag shows. I mean, yeah. that's y'all. That's nothing to do with the Democratic Party. Yeah. I was like, y'all the ones that believe in canceling yeah. shit. See, when the thing is, like, when they say that the Democrats are canceling things, Democrats aren't canceling shit. They're just putting them on blast. Well, and, the, yeah. the, the left wing, uh, the left wing's idea of protesting is not buying yeah. the stuff. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Like Chick-fil-A. I won't go into Chick-fil-A. Same here. Because they support uh, anti, uh, they support yeah. anti-abortion. And yep. shit like that. And I don't want nothing to do with it. Yeah. And I don't support Hobby Lobby because they're same anti- Same reason. Same reason. Same reason. Yeah. They're anti-LGBTQ. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I won't support them. Yeah, yeah, And how do I not support them? I don't outrage about them. I don't make videos about them. I just don't go to their store. Like, and like, I may yeah. only be one person and it may still make millions. Yeah. But I know that I'm doing my part right. to not support them. But also, you're not, you know, using your money to fund them. And break the items that yeah. you own. Yeah, that's what that's what's called a protest. Is when you just basically let them fall on their ass. Yeah, like exactly. how the like how the Justins have uh, done the GOP. Um, but yeah, so and and it's it's not like canceling; it's accountability. Yeah. You know? side, side note: I found the chicken sandwich better than Chick Fil A's. Really? Shaq's big chicken. Huh. Shout out to Shaquille O'Neal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard I heard that he opened up a Shaq. Bro, yeah. Shaq's big yeah. chicken is the shit. Yep. Anyway, go on. But yeah, so but no, that's pretty much what it is. It's accountability. Like they're like, you know, that's the that's the the democratic style of protesting, putting them out on blast and letting them letting them letting the um them show their own ass. Yep. Is that that's it. They don't go and buy the products and try to flex on social media saying, You see this? You see this? I'm burning it. That's what I think about that. <laughs> that was like calling you go back to Colin Kaepernick real yeah. quick. When they were buying Nikes. his jersey and yeah. burning them and Nike's yeah. I'm like what? Yeah. You already pay for that, stupid. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? Right. But also, the Democrats or the liberals do not create lies about no. the about the ones that um that they're speaking out against. Yeah, they're, exactly. Yeah. They they have the receipts and they have the proof. So they don't have to resort to lying. See, and that's a, that's the thing is that conservatives like, you know, when they get put on blast and everything about right. what they're doing or when they try to put on blast um someone like a progressive who's like trying to fight the good fight and everything they know that they paint themselves in a corner so that's why they pull things out of their ass to try to smear them but guess what you get a simple google search would um would debase all of that and and that's why like you know the democrats are more effective in protesting because they do it peacefully and they also just you know pretty much like i said the uh, the social the social political kung fu I mean uh, social political aikido right let them you know let them like show their own ass yeah yeah no and it's exactly that they, they it's funny about them that they try to constantly uh, say say oh well the the left is cancel this and cancel that I was like no mm-hmm. yeah you're right it's repercussions of your actions and the funny thing is the ones that they try to say are cancel it's not yeah example. Dr. Seuss, when they were talking about the radical left wants to cancel Dr. Seuss. No, Dr. Seuss's estate realized that a lot of their books are no longer relevant as far as racial sensitivity. So they took them out of production. Mm -hmm. They chose to do that. Nobody was protesting them. Mm -hmm. Nobody was outraged on the Internet about them. Mm -hmm. They chose to do that. So what did the right wing do? Bitch about it. And it's the same thing with uh, Aunt Jemima. M&M's, yeah. Aunt Jemima. Aunt Jemima, yeah. Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben's. Yep. 
And you know it's funny, and like again, like going back to like how conservatives will try to like you know conservative fan fiction. Yep. They would make they would post like these fake stories about Uncle Ben and Aunt Jemima, how they were workers that worked their way up and created those companies. No, they were spokespeople. Yeah, they their visit uh, their images were used. Yep. And guess what happened? They got no yeah, none of the profits. They got compl- yeah, yeah, they got completely dicked over. Yep. and everything. Oh, dude, what I saw this guy. And this is fucking hilarious. Mm. So he has an old Aunt Jemima uh, pancake bottle mm-hmm. with, with still Aunt Jemima on it. Yeah. I'm keeping my bottle and just buying the new stuff and putting it into my bottle. Mm-hmm. So, so that's your form of protest? Is basically... Keep buying the product? Yeah. <laughs> they, cons- you can't make this shit up, dude. No, conservatives, they don't know how to protest. They're, they're, hell, their, their idea of protesting is overthrowing the government. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. That's the thing. They don't. They don't understand what a protest means. Yeah. You know, like people who. Oh, I'm protesting Target. So if you're protesting, boycotting Target. Excuse me, not protest. Boycotting Target. Mm-hmm. Don't go in there and buy things. Yeah. Simple as that. Don't don't go in there and harass people. Like there mm-hmm. was videos of this conservative woman throwing down masks when they were selling masks oh, at Target. Oh yeah. And. She ended up regretting it. She said that she had to be deprogrammed because she had fallen down the QAnon rabbit hole and she became radicalized. Yeah. And that's why she did it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, still, bitch, you did it. Yeah. I was like, it doesn't excuse it. And then there's this dude in Arizona that he's uh, transphobe mm-hmm. and homophobe. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I'm going, I'm going uh, trans hunting. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. Wow. And he'll go into a Target and harass people. The best video I saw, and he posted this. I was like, how stupid could you be when you get owned? He walks up to this girl that works in Target, and he goes, oh, do you you worship Satan? And she goes, "Mm mm-hmm. Yeah, I worship Satan, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It, she works there. She goes, can I help you, sir? Yeah. Do you support this LGBTQ plus? She goes, absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the security guard, he's uh, he's the undercover security they have in stores. That they're in plain clothes. Mm-hmm. And he, he goes, uh, he goes, oh, you work here? He goes, yes, I do, sir. He goes, I'm part of security, whatever. He goes, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Mm-hmm. And they're asking him to leave. And he's still, everybody has, oh, you support this stuff? There's people at the register. You support this? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, you're at Target. Yeah. Target is known to be a huge supporter right. of the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah. Yes, everybody that works there, yes, everybody that shops there is mm-hmm. going to say they support it. <laughs> I, I was just reminded of, um, it was during like, you know, COVID um, when the mask mandates were first started. Yeah. This this asshole, this fucking clout chaser who was against the vaccines, who was against the mask and everything, he goes in there wearing an Incredibles mask and he's trying to flex like, oh, I'm wearing a mask, you know, uh, and, he, and you know, sh- I shouldn't I be allowed to shop and everything? They still let him shop. And the whole time he has like a selfie stick and everything and he has like the most punchable dumbass look on his face. Like he's owning Target. Like, you know, he's protesting them, showing them how ridiculous the mass mandate is. I was like, bro, not only are you harassing people at their jobs, you're still giving them money. So there's nothing about this protest that is effective other than the fact that you're making yourself look like a total skid mark of a person. No, and exactly it. Their forms of protest and boycotting mm-hmm. is by buying the product and burning it yeah. or destroying it, which is fucking stupid. Uh-huh. And, yeah. it was, and I was just reminded of um, of like how like conservatives like or people who like get called out on their bullshit and yeah. they would say like, oh, I'm a victim of cancel culture. I'm a victim of cancel culture. 
you can't be a victim of cancel culture if you won't shut the fuck up. Oh, like no. we still hear you. You're on. <laughs> you're being interviewed on TV, on YouTube. Your um, like you know, news articles and everything. You mean Roseanne? Exactly, <laughs> Roseanne, Gina Carano. Yep. Like, okay, it's not canceled. You're not canceled if you're getting a Netflix special. If you or, won't shut or, the fuck up, or a five picture deal with like a conservative movie yeah. studio. Well, the the funniest one that the thing is that conservatives have no originality. They use the same five comments. And then they also use the same five buzz phrases. Like there was a person who, there's people who are constantly, oh, Trump, living rent-free in your head. Mm -hmm. uh, like living rent-free means that the person is no longer relevant mm -hmm. and you continue to obsess on them. Yeah. When the motherfucker won't shut up and go away, that's not living rent-free in your head. That's relevant, you fucking moron. And you know what's funny is that they talk about living rent-free, and yet they're the ones who are losing their shit about Bud Light, Eminem, the Little Mermaid being black. Yeah. So obviously those items and that person is in living rent-free in your head. Why? Because you're going on social media and losing your shit about them. Yep. But anyway, with that, I want to thank you guys for hanging out with us again. Uh, once again, we shout out to the Justins. So mm -hmm. Jay, you got something to say? I would say, Justin's keep on fighting the good fight and straight up, like, you know, the new, like, you know, basically the new generation of Martin Luther King and Malcolm X are in those two gentlemen. And also, um, support the rainbow. And uh, also, uh, Kid Rock, yeah. We all know you're a rich kid from, uh, you know, from the suburbs of Michigan, so stop trying to front. He's fake white trash. Right. So he's... Want he wants to show people that he's white trash. That's uh, that's a weird flex. That's, it is a very weird flex. Yeah. But anyway, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Remember, you can follow us on social media: Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at the Minorities Report. Our backup TikTok is Minorities Report 2.0. And don't forget to tune in every Monday for to make it a combo where Jesse Jr. and Andy uh, discuss and review movies. Then also on Wednesday, don't forget to tune in to Am I a Slut? Where Andy tells stories from her listeners. They're sexy, they're dirty, and they're outrageous. And don't forget to come back here each and every Friday and tune in to the latest episode of The Minorities Report. So from us at The Minorities Report, we want to thank you guys once again, and we will see ya! Just listen to the Minorities Report from Make It a Combo Productions. Executive produced by Jesse and Junior. Check them out on all platforms. And don't forget to follow our other podcasts, Am I a Slut? and Make It a Combo. Thank you and goodbye.